0: And in every deed for this cause have I raised thee up. For to show in thee my power. Somebody say power. And that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. Your usual displays of God's power. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for the privilege. Thank you for giving me the improving my vocal cord for debility and extinction. Thank you for the the anointing to preach your word and teach your word that will defy your people and glorify your name. Thank you for your church that's marching on. Take honor and glory. In Jesus' name. Praise
1: the Lord.
0: I'm convinced inside of me that at the end of this service, there must be a transformation in you. I am so convinced that every one of us that's here this morning will not remain the same. Your level must change. Your level must change. If you believe, shout a big amen.
1: Yeah.
0: This topic is unusual display of God's power. And
1: our text,
0: Exodus 9, 16, God was saying that he said, indeed, is it is cause, is the owner of heaven and earth, that he has raised... Thee up, praise the Lord. He was talking to Moses. Amen. He was talking to Alphara. He said, For to show in thee my power. God has raised you up to show his power through you. So you are a vessel through God manifest his power. In other words. This year, 2022, we will see God's display of power through you. You will lay hands on the sick, the sick will receive healing. You will stand up in your cup and speak, it will stay. There will be confusion on the street. When you get there, there will be peace.
1: This year, God has
0: given you a new name. If you think, they refer to you as poor before. This year, your name has changed. You are the one that God has blessed. Hallelujah. So, the display... Right now we talk about there are two important words here I want us to you know address in our hearts so that as the time goes on we begin to understand how this power will be displayed in our life because when God brings the wave of his power we should be able to recognize it and plug into it and be the recipient of his blessing. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I'm not going to dwell on the word power, because it's the dominant word here, the unusual display of God's power. Power is the dominant word in this thing, and the, the word unusual has been explained, but in, 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 as a point of reference, we said something unusual is something that is not common. So, which means this year God will do miracles that are not common in your life. As I said, there are so many miracles, praise the Lord. Okay, you go and you leave your house in the morning, God takes you to where you are going. It's a a daily miracle. Even though it's a great miracle. Praise the Lord. It's a daily miracle. But that's what we call unusual miracle. Miracle that God will do in your life. You don't need to tell me. I will know that God has done something for you. Praise the Lord. A self-announcing miracle. There are some of, most of you here, yeah, God, God, God has done something for us this morning. But until you tell me, I will know. Praise the Lord. But I said, a miracle God will do in your life, you don't need to say it to people. God, the miracle will announce itself. Praise the Lord. I said, okay, I mean yesterday announcement came from Dr. Joy to the Minister for Health. <laughs> Praise the Lord. and she was coming to church this morning You see police You see uh, 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 what we got this uh, what we got this we're going to this, uh, make a you noise know, pian, pian, pian siren kian, kian, somebody is coming down you see joy step down uh, but this is joy now and here it's not the minister for her. Uh, that is a self-announcing miracle she doesn't have to tell you that miracle has happened you can see it yourself Praise the Lord. I'm just trying to explain what I mean by unusual display of God's power. That's your passion this morning. It's your passion throughout the year. In the name of Jesus. Now, what I'm going to do? I'm going to take time to teach briefly because I want to explain power. I I, I want to give us the, the literal meaning of power and then as translated from the Hebrew, translated from Greek, and then the power of God, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and I will now extend the power of God, and then, we take our communion. Next Sunday we will begin to now that set, the display of His power, and how many places, how He has displayed His power in, the Bible and then in our lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, the word power,
2: I advise you to take your pen or paper.
0: The word power is a noun. Is a noun. First, it means the ability to do something. If I say you have power and I'm saying that you have the ability to do something. Or the ability to act in a particular way that amazes people. Secondly, power is the capacity. Praise the Lord. Or ability. To direct or influence the behavior of others or the capacity to change the course of events. This year, God will change events in your favor. This year, God will influence people to bless you. In the name of Jesus. Thirdly,
1: power can
0: also mean a device with mechanical or electrical energy such as a car or electric bulb. This electric bulb is power. Praise the Lord. Meaning that it supplies power. If you remove this and touch it the power will flow into you it will, it will shake you or fall you down there's power in it praise the lord it takes power for a vehicle to move the mechanical power praise the lord take power there is there's an energy that moves the vehicle it's a representative of power praise the lord so power can also means a movement, a speed, or a force. Praise the Lord. The law of emotion is that until there is a force every object remains still. Unless there is a force an object will remain well, still but when the force comes to you to remove so that force is power praise the lord it's here if you have been marching on the same spot financially the enablement of the power of god will move you will push you from level one to level three if you have been moving around in your bank account around one or two million this year there's going to be a supernatural power of God that will bring about a push in your income and instead of talking about two three million you'll be talking about 10 million before the end of the year that is to say in the normal normal your account always have at least 10 million. Praise the Lord. I, want, I listened to a bishop, or they were talking, I, I recently, he said, he said,
1: there
0: was a time he was only wearing one brother, one shirt, and then when God gave him the, 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 the mandate to preach prosperity, people were laughing at him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Say, but as a he son here now, does it doesn't take him anything to write a check of a billion. Somebody say, hallelujah. hallelujah. If you know what a billion is, a billion. You know what a billion is. The amount of money a billion is. He can just write a check for it and give it to somebody. Hallelujah. God is taking us there. Yes. Listen to me. You can appreciate what God has done in the life of others. Don't think that that God will not do same for you. What God has done for one person is willing to do it in the life of another. Praise the Lord. I told people, that was the time that Bill Gates was the richest in the world. wannabe. Is this still the richest? And hey, somebody has taken over. Praise the Lord. Somebody has taken it over. But I know for inside of me that perhaps the next richest person will not be the person that is richest now. Another person will take over. Praise the Lord. And that person is going to be a Nigerian. Praise the
1: Lord.
0: The next richest person in the next 15 years will be a Nigerian. And that person, I am convinced, that person lives in Lagos. Is a legal Praise the Lord. In fact, I believe that that person is a member of the White House. If you are sitting there, say I'm the one. Hallelujah. So, power also means authority, the right to act. In Greek language, power means dunamis. Dunamis means power. So, when Jesus told them in the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18, he said, all authority. Somebody say all. How many? all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth so i want to tell you why he used the word all you see every word in the bible means something even the commands says a reason praise the lord and he said all because authority could be two two types praise the lord so he decided to use all that Everything that has to do with the authority, I have it. Praise the Lord. You may have authority and you don't have the right, the legal right, to exercise it. So there are two types. You may have authority and then you don't have the right. Praise the Lord. Amen. As some companies. I say, there will be manager. I say they are manager, but they cannot execute the authority of a manager. Until they sit get to empty. Praise the Lord. So, but when you have authority. I have an usher in this church. Usher, you can say, tell somebody to stand up and tell the person to sit down wherever you want. You don't have to come to me or come to mommy, praise the Lord. That is, he has the authority and he can exercise it so what Jesus was saying is that I have authority and I have the legal right to exercise it in other way. I can do anything I like praise the Lord that means that this year God will do whatever he likes and the devil cannot stand against it so the authority the power to do something without hindrance or obstruction praise the Lord there will be no obstruction concerning you what he says shall be done without delay his word in your life will find expression without obstruction in the name of Jesus
1: somebody in this place
0: lift your hand and say I'm blessed So Jesus was actually referring to all authority. He made this statement on the final days, on the final days of When he we was just about the six days to ascend. And you know that the word that people who want to go speak at the last time are very important. Praise the Lord. Very, very significant. He made it because of you and I. Hallelujah. Authority is a Greek word and they call it exosia. Exosia. Which means the ability to perform an action, the capacity to do something, the legal right to do something without ignorance. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now they may call you blessed and you are not showing it.
1: This
0: year, your name will answer for you.
1: If you are blessing,
0: be ready for blessings. If you are comfort, be ready for comfort. If you are riches, be ready for riches. In the name of Jesus. Now, what I'm going to do this theme unusual. I said saying unusual display of God's power. So I have been talking about power in little times. Praise the Lord i now want to talk about power of God, god's power we need to know god's power so that we can enjoy this power praise the lord
1: Hallelujah.
0: now i'd like you to come with me to the book of Isaiah Isaiah chapter 11
1: He said, Jesus.
0: Isaiah 11, verse 1 to 3. I'm reading from King Cook in James. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. Praise the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That is power. The Spirit of wisdom. That is power. The Spirit of understanding. That is power. The Spirit of counsel. That is power. The Spirit of mind. That is power. The Spirit of knowledge. That is power. And the Spirit of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now I'm bringing to you the seven power points of God. The sevenfold power spirits of God. So when he said unusual display of God's power, he's talking about the display of the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah.
3: meaning when there
0: is a hard not to crack and everybody is confused in the house or in your the workplace they don't know what to do the power of God will come into display in you and will give you the wisdom for what to do and the people will know that yes God is working with His Son this year you will be the manifest it will be the manifestation of such awesome display of God. God will display wisdom in you. God will display wisdom through you. God will display wisdom around you that will mesmerize people and then the name of the Lord will be glorified. Hallelujah. There's also the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. This year, you will be the instrumentality of the display of the Spirit of the Lord. Something that will happen in your life, and all people can just say, God is wonderful. God is awesome. God is gracious. God is this and that. Praise the Lord. It happened I'll give you an example. A few years ago, um, before this church started, I, I was with um, me and my family. We were worshiping with first friends to church. And um, I was asked to go and start a church in, in um, what do they call it now? Is is it Yannabagya? Got it, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we, we had to go to start a church. And when we got there, I had lost the car I was using. Praise the Lord. So I wasn't using a, a car and now we,
1: Then
0: we're living in Oralope. Um, From Oralope, we go to court, And after bus stop, we talk, we see Trek inside, inside. It takes us another 15 minutes to get to church. And we get there, ah yes, 8 a.m. we are there. The people who were living in their house, because one of the elders gave us uh, a Skopan to start the church. We have a school, so we're using the school. So we we'll go and wake them up. We we'll live here and get to cotton and sit there before them and even wake them up. Praise the
1: Lord.
0: Then that's one thing. After I got another car, praise the Lord. A V-Boot Mercedes. You know, Mercedes used to eat fear very well. It eats fear very well. So I know that. Then there was this hard shortage of fuel in town. I don't know whether it was a strike then or whatever, no fuel anywhere. The last Sunday, I used five liters, praise the Lord, to drive the car to church. And I was surprised that it took me back home. Praise the Lord. So when he took me back home, I just started. I just know that there's no single fear there. It's not possible for me to use five liters to go to a cotton and come back. And see want to start it again. I didn't even want to start it. Praise the Lord. But the next Sunday, praise the Lord. The next Sunday. It was rainy cats and dogs five people for demosis. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I was waiting for them to subside. It's not as if our bus stop is just and so that we can jump. We can easily enter bus. Praise the Lord. And with me I'm children, what am I we going to do? Some people told me, "Say, why don't you just try? After it didn't, it didn't go off when you came. Why don't you try just try? Maybe the vehicle will be able to take you to the road. Because what we are saying is inside. So I'm now looking for a place how I can come to the bus stop and then pack it by this bus stop and then you can now enter bus. Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me?
1: Are you hearing me? They,
0: I don't know. Somebody say I should pray. There. I remember Papa you, you gave the testimony that he drove his car empty from uh whatever, wherever, uh, whatever to Lagos. Oh, yeah. I said, but
1: um
0: I know Abadiboli is, is higher, but me too, I'm mean, your son can go. If you gave uh, degree, the privilege to drive this car empty, you know I me mean, too, I want to go to church. Let me also drive my car empty now. Let me just get there. Praise the Lord. Well, I drove that car to the church. Inside the cotton. As I got to the church, I did I the door and we hey, started hanging. I said, What happened? I said, Miracle. <laughs> Praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
0: I did that. I had no intention. Somebody say, Intention. Of touching that car. So, what I will after the end, I will now go and go and look for a chair to so come and put it before I take it home. Praise the Lord. So I just pass it somewhere. I about the service? The Spirit is telling me again. So why don't you going to just... After all, you need a Why don't you just drive? Maybe, be driving on the service lane. You know what the service lane so that you don't obstruct anybody. So be on the service lane, so that when, whenever he finishes, you just come out, um, lock the car and go. Praise the Lord. So I was driving on the service lane. And I sat they looking whether there will be a station where they are selling fuel. Whoa. That car took me
1: home.
0: You don't understand what I'm talking about. I drove the car, empty time. And as I I got up to my gate, it stopped. And it was dry since last year. Praise the
1: Lord.
0: That is the awesomeness of God. It's one miracle that I experienced personally. I told God, I want to drive the car to your church. There's no fear. Put fear. and I mean, put fear. This year, somebody, somebody will experience miracle. Amen. Somebody will experience unusual display of God's power. Amen. If you are the next person, say I'm the one.
1: I'm the one.
0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Then, there is also the spirit of understanding. It's also one of the
1: power points
0: of God's power. If you are a student, the teacher will just teach once and you understand it. Two, two days ago, my bob, I called the electrician, he worked on the bulb and after he left, my time ago it's not working. Praise the Lord. One, there are two days, two days, I just woke up. I said, This thing must work today. I went, I moved something from somewhere, I do this. The light was on. I was not even afraid of it. What if I touch something about I No, I'm, 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 I'm supernatural. Praise the
1: Lord. I'm not
0: going to fix something, I fix something, I fix something, I fix something. I don't know where it's coming from. I had no, nobody had taught me anything about electricity. I fix something, and when you come to my house now, it is working perfectly. I didn't need to call anybody Praise the Lord. The spirit of understanding, that is power. It takes understanding to solve the riddles of life. It takes understanding to succeed in your marriage. It takes understanding to manage your money and multiply it takes understanding to root your business and grow Whatever you need understanding this year wherever you need understanding to succeed receive in the name of jesus yeah, right. receive in the name of jesus yeah, right. receive in the name of jesus, yeah, right. name of jesus. Yeah, right. somebody shout amen yeah. Number five, the spirit of mind. Hallelujah. The spirit of what? Mind. That is raw power. Let me just say, I say it that way. Mind, raw power. Hey. So, one of the ways that God also Displays His power is bringing the spirit of might in you and around you. Praise the Lord, and I believe that this year it will find expression in your life. It will find expression in your life. Power display. Hallelujah. People
1: will gather and they will scatter for your sake. Amen.
0: No power shall be able to stop this this year. Because the mind of God is in you. In the name of Jesus. We also have this. And finally, the spirit of, of knowledge. i know you have the word of knowledge praise the lord knowledge what you don't know before you just know it you don't know how you cannot explain how you just know praise the
3: lord
0: you just know what to do with your money and multiply you just know the business to do and how to do it hallelujah they we gather in one way God we will just know that you shouldn't go there you go the other way Amen. by knowledge by divine knowledge you know where to go and where not to
1: go Amen. that is power
0: when the enemy has gathered and they thought they have finished that they have gotten you before they know it they saw that they have nothing they are just useless. Your, your, your behavior, your attitude, your act will just make them useless. They see that they are useless before you. For a display of knowledge. I praise the Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
0: And then the spirit of the fear of the Lord. I praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know that the spirit of the fear of the Lord is power of God? It takes God's power to move you to obey and get the blessing. The fear of the Lord will direct you, will stop you from doing what will harm you. And do that which will display and flog your enemies. There is a blessing you can't get, except you have displayed the fear of the Lord. The blessing of God that will look at you this year, that will come in the happy God, of the fear of the Lord, you will not miss it. You will not miss it.
3: Amen. Some of the
0: shouts I receive. I receive. See, I'm
3: the
0: recipient. I'm a recipient
3: of God's, of God's blessing through the fear,
0: through the fear of, the of the Lord. Hallelujah.
3: Amen.
0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, so when Bible says unusual display of God's power, it's saying that God this year. We put all this seven-point power into use. We display them for your favor. Amen. He may just need one per time. He may need two of them per time. But all the way he will display them for your favor. And the display of this power, of this seven-fold power of God, we come in three basic ways. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There are three power characteristics of God. And after that we will take that for a Praise the
1: Lord.
0: There are three basic characteristics of God when it comes to displaying
1: His power.
0: One, He is, he is omnipotent. Omnipotent. Omnipotence. So, this seven point power can come from his nature of omnipotency. This refers to the idea that God is all powerful. God meaning there is nothing that requires power that He cannot display
1: to bless you.
0: It means that He
1: powerful
0: than anything you can think of in life. Meaning that you do not have problems. Praise the Lord. Because He that is in you is greater than he, that is in the world. God will display his power on you and for you this year in his nature of omnipotence. He is the omnipotent God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: There
0: are so many stories in the Bible that reveal the power of God. And as from next week, we begin to dissect all those ones. Praise the Lord. Then number two is also Omni present. Omini present. Basically, this is also the description of God as one with the ability to be present everywhere. Every time, anytime. He's in Lagos, he's in America. He's in Europe, he's in the village. He's in he's, uh, Germany. He's in uh, 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 Canada, he's in Australia. God is everywhere. Not just everywhere, everywhere at the same time. He is here right now, and is in winners right now. Is in redeemed right now. Is in footwear right now. Is in my village right now. Is in America right now. God is in presence, so there is nothing that can stop His blessing for you. Devil is not. The devil is not in every place at the same time. Praise the Lord. God that is working here is still working there. At the same time, it's 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 incomprehensible. You cannot understand it. It's just too much. It's everywhere at the same time. Many that.
1: As he's blessing you here, it's
0: protecting your child that's out there. It's protecting your husband that is an aircraft flying. It's protecting your brother that is somewhere in the world, whatever. At the same time, at the same time, God knows you. He knows your name. He's taking care of you.
1: The
0: devil cannot say, let me come unnoticed. There is no such thing in the spiritual realm.
1: Praise the Lord. In the spiritual realm, as the
0: guides are with you, they are with your property at home. So, the devil invariably is 100% depicted in your life. Yes. And what you enjoy this year is the blessing of God on you. Yes. In every area of your life, you will see God's blessing. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Mighty display of His Father. So He will display His Father this year through His omnipotency through His Omnipresence and then through His
1: Omnipresence.
0: science. this refers to the attribute of God as the all-knowing God. He knows everything.
1: The
0: one you tell Him, He knows. The one you do not tell Him, He knows. He knows your pain. This year, God will bless you in a dimension that you will be amazed. Pray you didn't pray; you will see the answer. Amen. Yeah. Prayers that you have not even they will give you the answer.
1: Amen.
0: Yeah. Say, so sit here, in the kingdom
1: of God. Every other thing shall be added to you. He knows what you need
0: knows the pain you are going through. This year before you open your mouth, receive the answer to that problem. Before you call him, he will answer you. Before you call him, he will answer you. There will be an unusual display of God's power in your situation this year. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen to me. Something has been making you to cry in the secret. God is bringing you out to bless you in the open.
1: Amen. In the
0: name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. When we started this church at, at upload um, uh, in, 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 in the classroom, praise the Lord, I, I brought my friend to come and minister there. That my friend... He was poor, very poor. One. Not too long though. When I left first had to go and just say, let me take three months break. I went to their church and they I got there, they put me on the other. I said, Ah, this one is a gift to come and stay with us. Praise the Lord. So we are three or four of us of pastors in that place. This one they don't eat every Sunday the wife will bake will come with a puff, from burnt What they said that day is what they will eat at home. It was so bad, praise the Lord. And then God gave him what I call the spirit of all-knowing. He's, he's a graduate of marketing, praise the
1: Lord.
0: A graduate of marketing, Lord. So, somebody just told you, do you know a company that can do road construction? Praise the Lord. Road construction. You wanted to say, I don't know right, somebody, somebody tell you. You can do it. Say, I know, I, I can do it, it's my job. Yeah? Praise the Lord. <laughs> As at that time, where he says the landlord, when they come, he will be dodging his landlord because he's not able to to pay. Praise the Lord. I said, okay, let's start with uh, house construction, building, civil engineering. Praise the Lord.
1: Hey, are
0: in the church supposed to listen to me? Praise the Lord. So, before you know it, it, doesn't know anything about construction. But the power of God of all knowing flew through him. I don't know why he did it. He executed it so well and he got a few millions. This, this is the bottom. All the money I've been getting, never is one million. At all. Because he did it so well, in another three months they gave him another one, and now he's a big time contractor. The house, when he they say when he cannot pay rent, you know what he did? Huh? That same street
1: he got a land.
0: That same street he built a mighty house. As I speak to you, on that street, the landlord of that street, he is the chairman. He's the chairman of landlords. I'm not telling you a story. I'm telling you a story of my own friend. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It started with the display of God's unknowing power. So he knows everything. He can make you to know everything. What you don't know, you can know. You know what you don't know. Somebody say, I know what I don't know because God is working in, in me. Come on, stand to your face. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to heaven. Say he's able. he's able. He's able. He's able. Jesus. Come on, sit down with me. There is nothing.
1: Nothing. nothing yeah. Nah.
0: Communion now, and we are going to. The Spirit is leading us to have five prayer points to two minutes before you take the communion. And I'd like to know if there's anybody here who has not received Christ into his or her life. I'll just pray with you, and that qualifies you to partake with us. I'm going to tell you something about the communion this morning. It's awesome. Praise the Lord. Amen. I will leave the prayer money will come and the sorrow will come and everybody will come. Two two minutes. Praise the Lord. I wanted to make it five minutes, but two minutes. Now to I can go home. Amen.
1: Life is given by God. Praise the
0: Lord. That is nothing you can do. One thing that you cannot buy is life. So the most precious thing in the world to man is life. And God is the one that gives life. Amen. <laughs> God is the one that gives life. In this church, we have this covenant upon us. So I want to start this morning by asking you to lift up your hands and thank God for the covenant of long life. <laughs> of your, I say, Father, I thank you Amen. for giving me for life. life. abundant life life. in the name of Jesus thank you father for uploading me and my entire household with your righteous right hand keeping us blessing us keeping us in the land of the living in the name of Jesus thank you father for giving me the privilege to fulfill my destiny, to fulfill the number of my days on earth. I know your word says, man shall live six souls. That is one hundred and twenty. But in this church, we are standing upon, your standing upon your promise that each and every one of us will dwell on this earth at least 100 and above in the name of jesus we seal that covenant this morning with the blood of jesus hallelujah
2: 10. Today I'll be looking at the in his infilling power. His infilling power. God desires for every one of his children to experience the, the working of his the dual working of his spirit in the new birth. John 14, 16 through 17. Jesus promised us the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. John 20, verse 21 through 22. This was however, receiving the Holy Spirit in the new birth experience. That was when the disciples were born again. That was when they degenerated. They were degenerated by the Holy Spirit. Titus 3, verse 5. Praise the Lord. Jesus was referring to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon believers to receive an endowment of power from on high praise the lord jesus said something in the book of john he told his disciples say it's expedient for me to go and it's expedient for him to go it's very very necessary for him to go that if he does not go this helper that he has promised us will not come The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are one. Jesus knew that there's so much he would He cannot do in the flesh. And so he promised his coming back as his spirit, in the spirit, rather, or as his spirit. Because he knows there could be some limitations with flesh. So he promised us the presence of the Holy Spirit. In they join as a new creation, the Holy Spirit is very, very important. That was why he told them, tarry in Jerusalem until you receive the fullness of the Spirit. He told them, wait until you receive it because he's the one that will help you. In this journey as new creation, our helper is the Holy Spirit. Actually, that was how Jesus called it. He said, you need a helper. You need a comforter. Because he knows that in this journey, we cannot do it alone. And he knows that in this journey, we'll go through some things, some things that might not be pleasant, pleasant and in this journey sometimes we might forget some things that is the work of the holy spirit he has come to remind us of things that we have learned he has come to comfort us when sometimes we feel like joining the tower he has come to help us you know what it is for somebody to help you you want to carry something and yeah wait let me help you so it makes it easy so it makes the joining easy Actually, we received a word like that, was it three months ago, four months ago, when we prayed here one Monday, and he said that he's going to help us. Okay, because before ordination, we prayed and that word came, he said he's going to help us. He's going to help us. And when he says he's going to help us, it's in every way. In the ministry, he will help us. Breaking up the, our children, He's there to help us in every area. Even in our marriages, how we relate with our spouses, He will help us. He will help us. How we relate with our neighbors, He's there to help us. When we are finding it difficult to, to forgive um, a wrong done to us, He's there to help us. We said, no, you can't do it. Praise the Lord. So it makes a Christian journey easy. But when we don't realize these things, we begin to go through this journey on our own. We want to do it ourselves. Forgetting that there's somebody to help us. There's somebody that's ever ready to help us. On the day of Pentecost, God gave Acts 2 verse 1 through 4 talks about the, the, the experience at the upper room in the day of Pentecost. Acts 2 verse 1 through 4 tells us what happened at the upper room. And what happened at the upper room was not just for the 120 that were there, that outpouring was going to remain forever. It was a release that will remain forever. So as many that come in, Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit is is um, is described as the promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. Amen. When well, we are talking about the Holy Spirit here. Yeah. Is infilling power. We are talking about the infilling power of the Holy. That's the topic. The infilling power of the Holy Spirit started at the upper room. Started at the upper room. In the book of Luke twenty-four, verse forty-nine, Acts one, verse four, is called the promise of the Father. He's our advocate. He's our assurance. Praise the Lord. In the book of Ephesians, Paul called him our assurance. He's the one that assures us that every promise that God has promised us. When we have him, we know every promise, whatever promise the Father has promised, has promised us, the Holy Spirit in us is an assurance that we will surely have all those things. Praise the Lord. So we are not left like orphans We are not left like people that don't know where they are going. We are not left like people that, are you sure? Are you sure this will happen? This morning, I was just thinking to myself, and I told myself, I'm the Word made flesh. Praise the Lord. I am the Word made flesh. Praise the Lord. The Word, the Father spoke concerning me became flesh as me just like jesus was the word made flesh the word that was spoken in genesis to uh, genesis to all the uh, the books in the bible you can see jesus being spoken there until it got to uh, the new testament and that word became flesh so when we are the word that became flesh the holy spirit um, is a person of Jesus. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit and Jesus they are one. Sometimes I ask myself, initially I told myself, some in that initial time, when I could not, I was not able to up the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And sometimes I ask myself, how can my father be the son? and the Son be the Spirit. But initially, he began to open up. These are mysteries. The Father and the Son, they are one. And so the Spirit of Jesus, like I said initially, Jesus decided to come back in the person of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And the Bible said the Spirit of God came upon him when John was getting him baptized at the river Jordan. The spirit of God, God like the dove, the spirit of Jesus. Those are mysteries. Sometimes you begin to wonder, how can this happen? You know, the spirit of the spirit came upon Jesus when he was was being baptized, and he went on to the wilderness, came out, and started, the, and the ministry started. So also, the same way, when we when we get born again, we need to desire the Spirit. We desire the Holy Spirit to, we say, but when we get one again, our Spirit and the Spirit, and the Spirit of Jesus has become one. Yes. But then, we, talk, we are talking about um, the manifestation of the, of the third person of the, of the Trinity, which is the Holy Spirit. This is the outpouring, this is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which Jesus referred to as the promise of the Father in Luke 24, verse 49, uh, Acts 1, verse 4. Since the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit has been here for believers to receive. The church did not begin on the day of Pentecost as some make us to believe. The church began when Jesus breathed, breathed prayed on the disciples and said receive the holy spirit John 20, John 20 verse 22 this is where the holy spirit indwelt the disciples and did his work of recreating recreating their spirits and making them new creations new creatures on the inside second corinthians 5 verse 17 the disciples were confused Terrified and mystified, having watched their Master Jesus die on the cross, but after the disciples were confused, terrified and mystified, having watched their Master Jesus Christ die on the cross, but after meeting with the risen Christ and having the Holy Spirit imparted to them in the work of the new birth, the, the, the disciples will change. The Holy Spirit is the one that comes to bring that change in us. Without the Holy Spirit, we might look timid, speak timidly, but the Holy Spirit is the boldness that comes into us. When it comes into us, we find ourselves taking bold steps, we find ourselves witnessing, witnessing with power and with boldness. After receiving the Holy Spirit, the disciples were in that upper room alone with others, waiting for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, to be endured with power by the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 verse 8, Luke 24 verse 49, and all of the above flowed on the altar of His grace. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the, the Holy Spirit. It's very important that when we give our life to Christ, um, we desire the gift of the Spirit. And as we desire the gift of the Spirit, He comes into us. He comes into us to help us. Help us in every way in our daily lives in the ministry. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want us to look at John 14, 16 again, through 17. John 14, 16. John 14 and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever and I will pray the father and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever so the Holy Spirit has come to abide with us forever even the spirit of truth is called the spirit of truth he is called the Spirit of Truth too. He is called the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot see, cannot receive, because it sees him not. Neither knoweth him, neither knoweth him, for he knoweth him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will give you, I will come to you, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. say so Jesus that came in the person of the Holy Spirit. So when will talk about the Holy Spirit, we are talking about Jesus. No wonder he has not come to talk of himself. He has not come to talk of himself. No wonder he has not come to talk of himself. He has come to reveal who Jesus is, to reveal the person of Jesus. He has come to solely talk about Jesus. And he has come, he's coming into us, he has come to abide forever. He has come to help us. Those are the major things. He has come, not to show up himself, but to show up Jesus. But to reveal Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So that's why the Holy Spirit is very, very important in the life of a believer. He's very, very important. Let's look at Titus 3. He's very important and he has come to abide in us forever. In the book of Ephesians, he's saying he's a seal. He has come to seal us. So when he comes into us, once you receive, once you are born again, and the Spirit and you receive the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus comes into you. Then you know there's nothing that can contaminate your spirit. But sometimes we think because of this, you cannot make him again. He has come to seal us, but that does not mean we should do what we are not supposed to do. That does not mean we should go into, we should go and should go on and sin because the Holy Spirit has sealed us. No. Because the Holy Spirit in us makes you conscious, makes you want to live right. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit in us makes you desire to do the right thing, makes you want to live right. Praise the Lord. He's he's the spirit of righteousness. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of righteousness. So he comes to, to make us conscious of our righteousness in the book of john i think john 16 he said something that he has not come to um, uh, he has not come to condemn us He he has come to condemn the world and he has come to to make us to realize our righteous our righteousness and he has come to let the devil know you are condemned forever he came to do three things. To let the unbeliever know, realize their sin, and seek for a deliverer. When somebody comes up during the altar callers, do you want to give your life to Christ? As many I want to give your life to Christ, you come out. And see the person coming, come, in, come to, to the altar to accept Jesus into their life. Is that the work of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that did it. I'm talking about not the one that somebody will tell you, oh, yeah, go now, go now, and you come out because somebody tells you. When you're convicted, you he has to convict the sinner. the hey, see, see who you are. You cannot make heaven, see who you are. You have seen that's what it does to the to the unbeliever. Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit is very important in the body of Christ in the church, because without him. I believe the unbeliever, even though man has a conscience, man has a conscience that God has put there. You can never tell a two-year-old child, I have a niece. When she was two years, she went, they just painted my father, just painted the house, and she took a charcoal and started writing on the wall. And then my father came out i saw the writing and said, then my father came out and saw the writing. We Why did she react like that? She just two years. Because everybody created by God has a conscience. Immediately, my father shouted, she knew she has done the wrong thing. And everybody saw when she was writing on the wall. And then my father was asking, and then they said, Daddy, is it God that I wrote there? And she said, No, it's a father that I wrote there. Who taught her how to lie? In nature, praise the Lord. So, when the Holy Spirit uh, comes, it's to let you know you lie. It's to let you know you have done wrong. You need a savior, and so you see them coming to We want to accept Christ into our lives. I want to be born again. Then to the believer, he's here to tell you, like, uh, is it the place to mentioned before? Seven times, you know, and somebody says something like that during the crossover, you know. And then he tells you, Stand up, stand up. You can make it. He's here to, to remind you, This is who you are. You can make it. Yes, you have just fallen. Yes, you just fell, but you can stand up again. Praise the Lord. And then, he's here to tell the devil, forget it. Your time is over. I used to say that if the, if the devil had the opportunity to repent, he will repent. But then he doesn't have it anymore. Praise the Lord. OK, I want to look at the Holy Spirit and gates. OK, that's where I would have started. Um, What's right the uh
1: mm-hmm.
2: I would have started, okay. Ah.
4: Uh. Okay.
2: Okay, let me just go there and touch and we'll round up next week. Please, let's, look, uh, let's go to um, page No. 4, page No. 4, the apportioned grace of God of believers is immeasurable. We need to know that being born again is not an experience, it is receiving the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. I'm very sorry, this is where I would have started, this is where I was supposed to start. It is receiving the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. So um, being born again is not an experience. It is receiving the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, a divine personality who comes to make His home in us. Praise the Lord! If you have the book, are you on page one hundred four? It is receiving the being born again, is receiving the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. It's receiving the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. It's receiving a divine personality. Being born again is God coming to make his home in us. God making his home in us. Amazing. Being born again is not an experience. Sometimes we think it's an experience and we miss it. Being born again is having God dwell in us. No wonder God made man righteous so that he can dwell in us. Praise the Lord. God made us righteous so he can dwell in us. So when we accept Christ into our lives, the Spirit of God comes in and there is this union that happens in our spirits, there is this blending that takes place. Our spirits and God's spirits, they blend. The Christ that you accept into your life and your spirit, they blend and become one. And become one. So Divinity comes to dwell in man. The Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, they come to dwell in man. There is no reason for any believer ever to feel comfortless, bereaved or fallen. Christ's purpose in sending the Holy Spirit was so that the Holy Spirit, a divine personality, might come to live in us and be in us. Praise the Lord. Christ's purpose in sending the Holy Spirit was so that the Holy Spirit, a divine personality, might come to live in us and be in us. The New Testament gives three relations that God sustains towards man. God for us, God with us, God in us. To have God for us guarantees our success. I want to just stop here. I want to stop here. The purpose of of Christ sending the Holy Spirit was so that a divine personality might come to live in us and be in us. That was the purpose of him sending so that he will come be in us so that God can dwell in us. So that God can dwell in in us God can help us. He can comfort us through his indwelling presence. He can help us through his indwelling presence. The all-knowing God knew that a time will come that once in a while we find ourselves very inadequate, but we should realize the fact that he's in us. Praise the Lord. Colossians said something. He said, Paul was talking to the Colossians. He said, Christ in me. Colossians one twenty seven. Christ in me, Christ in me, Christ in me is a hope of glory. Christ in me is a hope of glory. Christ in me is a hope of success. Christ in me is a hope of sound health. Christ in me is a hope of protection, divine protection. Praise the Lord. Christ in me is a hope that everything God has said concerning me must surely come to pass. Like I said before, He's a seal. He has sealed us as a guarantee. He has sealed us so that our spirit will not be contaminated. And it's a guarantee that every word the Father has, every of His promise is yea and amen and must be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. I've heard people say, when um, that uh, the Holy Spirit can live your reasons, somebody asked a question. I don't know what it was on this altar during slow wisdom. Whether the Holy Spirit can live when we sin. the Holy Spirit lives, and we understand through His Word that He has come to abide in us, to abide with us, and to abide in us forever. But there's only one thing that can make him to live. There is only one thing that can make him to live. The same way he came. The same way he came, the same way he can go. There is, he has come to abide in us forever, but he can live the same way he came, the same way he can live. Praise the Lord. Amen. When we accepted Christ into our lives, we came. And when we deny Christ, if you go to the, uh, the book of Hebrews, after you have tested, not just somebody will stand up and say, No, I'm not a believer. No, not that time. Not that type. But the one that has tested, the one that has the one that has enjoyed the grace of God and you have been deep in God, you have understood the things of the Spirit you enjoyed His grace you have enjoyed His fellowship I'm not just seeing a Christian that goes to church and does not understand anything and says, "Um, no, I don't want Jesus again not that type but the type that understands the book of Hebrew, he explained it there. You have understood the grace of God. You have walked in that grace. You have enjoyed the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You have enjoyed the things of God, the things of God. And after enjoying all this, you wake up one day and you say, Jesus is no more Lord, the Lord of your life. He will live. And you decide to go to another religion or whatever. He lives. Praise the Lord. I wish I can bring out that scripture now in the book of Hebrews. So he has come to abide in us forever not when we when you lie the holy spirit lives no but when you say i don't want you again but i view the category not just when you come here and say something just get angry actually i've been asking for something and he has not given to me After all, i've been serving him i'm not seeing anything i'm no i'm no more i'm no more. no not that time because god understands how we feel praise the lord So the Holy Spirit has come to abide in us forever. And what a beautiful thing to have the divine personality dwelling in you. It's an amazing thing. Christ in me is one of my best scriptures. Christ in me is a hope of glory. Christ in me is a hope that I can make it, that I will make it. Christ in me is a hope that I will not remain the way I am today. That tomorrow I will get better. Christ in me is my hope. Praise the Lord. And this hope will not be disappointed. Amen. So the New Testament gives three relations that God sustains towards man. God for us. God with us. And God in us. To have God be for us guarantees our success. Romans 8, verse thirty one. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be on our side, we are sure to win in life. Like I said, I want to stop you, you so much. If God be for you and you know that He is for you, then you become fearless in life. If God be for you and you know that He is for you, then you become fearless in life. Praise the Lord. All these things, they are, you can see how the Holy Spirit has formed. But you, you, if you don't understand these things, you'll still be afraid. Like I said, God trust in me. And, we meditate in it. We have the personality of God dwelling in us. That alone is enough for me to live a sickness-free life. Knowing that God, the creator of heaven and earth, is in me. We are talking about the dwelling of the Holy Spirit. God came by the three, they are one. The Father Son and the Holy they are one, and they come to dwell in us as the Holy Spirit as a spirit so the holy spirit in us is a sign that the father the son and the holy spirit we know they are one that they are in me and i know if they are in me indeed like he said so why should i be afraid if it's in me like he said why should i be afraid if christ is in me then i have i'm already a success because christ is a success If Christ is in me, like he said, in his word, then I can never go under sickness. If sickness comes, I'll come out victorious. Because I know the healer himself is in me. Praise the Lord. And I know Christ. Should I say long life? Christ is life. I don't even have to put long to it his life so i know him in me i'm carrying the divine life of god in me a life that cannot be cut short praise the lord so the holy spirit in dwelling us has come to do so much things has come to do so many things rather in our lives and he has come to teach us so many things he has come to open our eyes to so many things that will make us more than conquerors indeed that he has made us amen praise the lord so i'm not afraid because i have christ in me so i'm not afraid because i have the holy spirit like we used to say the holy spirit is our senior pastor what we are saying is that jesus christ is our senior pastor what we are saying is the most high god is our senior pastor and we have this personality dwelling in us in our hearts in our hearts, they are dwelling in our hearts. Praise the Lord. So, I stop here today. Christ in me is a hope that I can never feel. So what do we do? It's in meditation that this will become a reality in our lives. When we begin to meditate on the person of the Holy Spirit in us, It becomes a reality in our lives. Praise the Lord. When we meditate on His personality in us, on the divine personality that we are carrying, then it becomes a reality. Meditation brings out this word and makes the flesh to bow. Because I miss the soul to bow too. Because the soul is always thinking, are you sure? How can you see crisis in you? How can you? The soul will always be there arguing some rubbish arguments. But the more we meditate, the soul bows. The soul is, okay, are you sure? Okay, really? Oh, so it's true. Know that the soul is coming to agreement with the spirit. Sometimes people come, Wow, so I have divine life. When you meditate, that is when these things become these things become a reality. And when it becomes a reality, it manifests, the soul has accepted it. When the soul bows, it manifests in the flesh. Praise the Lord. When the soul bows, it manifests in the spirit, in the flesh. Amen. Okay. So do we have comments? Do we have questions? Do we have questions? Do we have comments? Do we have additions? Okay.
5: Praise the Lord.
2: Hallelujah.
5: I'm very happy to to enjoy this service. This service took us back to last Sunday, the upper one, when we talked about the Holy Spirit, whether the Holy Spirit lives or not.
2: Okay, that was what we said. Yeah, that was what we said. And I said, It lives. Okay.
5: Then I shall say, No. Okay. He went further to explain. But I was not convinced. Okay. After church, I said, I will see you. Okay. So Because there are some programs I watch, One this man of God. He was very powerful. But he feels all those things that he does, maybe he does within his own power. Okay. The Holy Spirit leaves him. Okay. But when he comes back from church, because the day he went for program, can he didn't perform. Okay. But when he go back to God to ask for forgiveness, God now gave him back that power. Okay. So then I learned that thing. Even like Peter, when Peter was walking on the sea, he said maybe he's like Jesus Christ. But immediately, you're turned away from me. He was saying me, ask God, help me, God help me immediately. So, I don't say that I believe God, only Spirit lives. But when you ask for forgiveness, when you realize where you are going, God will help you. So I'm very, very happy for this service. Thank you.
2: God bless you. Thank you so much. And um, uh, one thing that you know that, you know the Holy Spirit is the anointing. You can refer to the Holy Spirit as, as anointing too. First John, he says, he said, for the anointing you have received abides in you forever. For the anointing you have received abides in you forever. And that one, 27 says, verse 27, said, for the anointing you, you need no man teach you anything. That's crazy. You need no man teach you anything. For the anointing you have received will teach you all things it shows if only you understand the place of the holy spirit the holy spirit makes a believer an extraordinary person you just say like this you just begin to know you know there's a problem you just know where the problem is and how do you know his father i don't know how i know but the Holy Spirit in us gives a direction and all that. So those things that we watch on, on some kinds Mount Zion and all that uh, we see, they are not representing the word of God true. Praise the Lord. Because the Holy Spirit was not received, was received when we say, Jesus, I accept into my life, come into my life. Praise the Lord. And again, he said something, he said he said for your sins i'll remember no more what god did sometimes when you say this is as if you're giving people permission to sin no god has gone ahead our sins of yesterday our sins of today and the one of tomorrow he has taken them away god is not dealing with brother sonny as brother sonny god is dealing with you as his son praise the lord when he sees you, he sees his son in you. So when you make mistake, your conscience comes to tell you, you just made a mistake. The Holy Spirit does not tell you, or the accuser of brethren will come and tell you, just say, You want to lift up your holy hands Abby. You that just did this. Praise the Lord. So when you, there are some things you hear, it will look as if you're telling people, go ahead and say, Go ahead and say no. If we understand that, that's the place where meditation comes. Meditation comes in, when we meditate in the word of God, the Holy Spirit expands the Word. It makes us really understand the Word very well. It makes us... Somebody that understands his righteousness in Christ will not sin. Because you will not struggle to sin. When you understand your righteousness, the ability to sin is being removed from your inside. Anybody that say I don't want to do this thing, they are just deceiving themselves. The more you say I don't want to, the more you do it. But coming to the place of the Holy Spirit living, He says He will abide in us forever. But I told you the class where He can live. When you have enjoyed, huh, you have enjoyed that grace. where you can see God, you have enjoyed it. I'm sure class of people that are in that place that live there are not many. Praise the Lord. That the Holy Spirit they are not lives, they are not many. Because God is so merciful that once you get to that point. That's when you can now say, Okay, this person does not want me and leave. But the classes of those people, I'm sure they are not many. They are not many. Praise the Lord. They are not many. Pastor Dan, you wanted to. See. Pastor, I wanted to say something, please. You, Pastor, before Pastor Joy.
3: Thank you, Um, From last week, you know, during the teaching, while Pastor Joy was teaching, she talked about the church that jesus was talking of, also in ephesus you know he, he talked in the book of revelation Talks about some churches that they are neither cold nor hot that um, you can't be cold and you can't you cannot be cold or, or hot you need to be either hot or you are just cold now that if they don't wake up from their slumber he's going to spill them out of his mouth it's, it's just teaching us to awaken to the reality of what He's teaching us to become like. As I was reading the T.P.T. translation for that um, John chapter 14. He said, um, loving me empowers you to obey my commandments. When you love Him, the love empowers you to obey Him. And then He now went forward to say that in the verse, he said, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will leave, who will be to you a friend just like me, and he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him, but you will know him immediately because. He will make his home in you and will live inside you. You know, when I saw it, I said, I, I, I tried to reason what he was saying that the Holy Spirit lives. The Holy Spirit will never leave you. He will never leave you. And then, I, during my studies, I, I noticed something in the book of Acts of the Apostle. The Bible says that when the, the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples, that they were filled now, the word filled there was, they were duplicated by him. He duplicated Jesus in every one of them. That was the, 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 the people that was filled. Just like us today, he comes to duplicate Christ in all of us. So that you cannot say, if he duplicate Christ in you, Christ will not leave you again. That's the reason he says, it is... Unfortunately for you that I go. if I do not go, I will not be duplicated in all of you. But if I go, then the Holy Spirit will come, he will duplicate myself in all of you. So it can, can be in us at the same time. He is in Brother Meze, he is in Brother Prince, he is in Olu, he is in me, he is in Brother Jupiter. You might not see it with your eyes, but even if you, as a child of God, you'll come to understand that when you see them, when they talk, the talk is love. You'll know that this man has met with Christ. That's what He's teaching us. That's what I see about the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. Thanks so honey. much. Thank you. God bless
4: you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Our time is fast, fastened. Well, but let me quickly. Me thank you for raising it up again. It shows that you were not clear last week. Okay. So the reason why I said the Holy Spirit never leaves is very simple. You are born of the Spirit. You are born in the Spirit. You are filled with the Spirit. If the Holy Spirit leaves you, you cease to be a child of God. And if a child does something wrong, for instance, if I offend my dad, and he's very angry with me and he scolds me. In fact, there was a time I was so busy in school, I forgot his birthday. I called him the day after. He did not pick my call. Called him, called him, called him, called him, he was very angry with me, why would I forget his birthday? Did I cease to be his child? No. But I I can assure you, that first few days, he didn't talk to me. He didn't talk to me and I knew he was angry with me. But then we reconciled. I told him I was sorry when his anger had come down and I apologized. I didn't cease to be his child. So the Holy Spirit does not leave you. Even when you do something wrong. Because your sins have been paid for. What happens is, you, 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 and then if you continue doing that thing wrong, you do it the first day, you have that nagging feeling that what you did was wrong. You do it the second time, you have that nagging feeling that what you did was wrong. The Holy Ghost is just going to nudge you, okay, you didn't speak right. The way you spoke to that person is not right. Don't do it again. He tells you, but then you consistently do it. You know what you're doing? You're silencing his voice. After a while, you don't hear him anymore. Does not mean he left. No. He doesn't leave. He's with you. Forever means forever. So, like mommy was trying to say, there's a category of people and that's why when I read that part of the scripture, the Bible says it is impossible for those who have tasted of the powers that be and the one that is to come. I'm telling you, not many Christians get to that level. So it's very impossible to get to that point and leave. So if there are people that get there, there are not many because that is a class of very mature christians you've tasted god you know god is real you have witnessed his presence you know and then you denied him in your right mind there are not many christians that get to that point so that's why there's a school of thought that says that people don't lose the holy spirit there's a school of thought that says nobody the Holy Spirit doesn't ever leave. But the Bible says it is impossible for those people, if they ever get there, it's impossible for them to come back again. So I'm coming back to your question, Braswani. the Holy Spirit doesn't leave. That man of God we're talking about, he is just like you have a wife in your house that you don't talk to. You didn't divorce her, she's in that house, but you don't talk to her. You wake up in the morning, you go to work, you act like you live alone. That's how many Christians are. The Holy Ghost is there, but they don't communicate. So you cannot enjoy the benefit of his presence. Then you find, you reconcile with him, and then ah, you come back from work, your wife says, welcome. You are playing, she gives you food. You converse, you talk about how the day went. It's interesting because there's somebody in the house. That's how you feel when you come back. So you feel like he left, he didn't leave. He was there all the while. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I praise the Lord. Let's appreciate our moment for this wonderful teaching this morning. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I like to appreciate all uh, the questions. Gives uh, me the impression that uh, we are not just here; we are listening. Our purpose, our intent is to make sure that you are Bible gurus. Uh, you don't go out here and be tossed up and down by men's philosophy. Praise the Lord. Uh, first, let me start with uh, Sonny's reference to what you watch. Uh, most of the things you watch, most of the people writing and doing, do not have in-depth knowledge of the Bible. I don't watch them because. By the time I watch from the beginning to the end, you will see errors. So they, they write, they write um, scripts according to their knowledge, and then they put their human feelings into it. So uh, what do you call this man? My um, son. What is the man? This popular man. Somebody mentioned it. My son. Yes. He, we are in the same. Um, what do you call it? Instagram, that was the time he wrote something, I corrected him, that was the time he, he asked questions I told him this, how it should be. Most of them do not have, and that's one, that's one of the greatest um, drama uh, writers we have, but his knowledge is limited without the present situation, praise the Lord. So, um Holy Spirit does not live. When you are born again, you are you, you are immersed by this superimposition of the person of the Holy Spirit into you. The Bible never said anywhere from Genesis to Revelation that Holy Spirit lives. The Bible only says that don't quench the Holy Spirit. You can quench him, and he looks as if he has left. He doesn't live. You only quench him and when you repent or do something well then you, you activate this person again praise the lord when the the, the ministry of um, um, jesus is when you said uh, they see the storm the storm and the sea the storm on the sea you know they were in the boats jesus was there and it was as if he was not there until he was activated so, if sometimes you are in a situation as a believer and you are going through things, it looks as if God does not know you, as if you are not in, God does not know what is happening, or as if you are not his child anymore. Maybe you have quenched him. The Spirit of God is very gentle, does not force, very gentle. That's why when he wants to talk to talk to you with a small voice. Does he say, I'm here? Hey, yeah, yeah, know." But they tell us the story of Elijah. He, wanted, he was looking for the Holy Spirit. He went. He saw fire. I said, ah, this is God. God was not there. came, blah, came, blah, Ah, this one, God was not there. God only came with a still small voice, and you can easily quench him when you are not obedient. Praise the Lord. But it doesn't leave you. When you are born again, you are born again. When you are born again you are now a human being that is incubated and produced you are produced with the word of God is in you, it's your system it's your body, it's your soul it's everything so you, can't, you are inseparable you can no longer be separated from him but you can live all your life without him be beneficial to you because of the way you live your life, as if you never had it praise the Lord is a chemical change that takes place. There's a difference between chemical and physical. If you put an iron in a white fire, it turns red. If you remove it after some time, it goes back to its color. That is physical. But well, chemical is when you mix, like I did yesterday. I mix my milk with a, 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 a tomato. With uh, with uh, 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 month, it cannot separate it still tomorrow. They are mixed already. That is chemical change. It becomes something new as a chemical change. Praise the Lord. And I drank it for my belly. Praise the Lord. Try it. When you have mixed it, it is mixed. When the Holy Spirit has come to take habitation in you, it's in you. it's not, try to do so. There's nothing to do back can is love increases even when you make mistakes. Where's the lord There are things that I don't know what I don't want to tell you because I want you to use your own maturity to just get to know. Because if I tell you some of them, you look at them and tell you go out, go out and commit. You no. Know? It's mislead you. It said, when the more you fall, you said the more the grace abound. And the Bible says the righteous will fall several times. God is committed to this. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you praise. Thank you for this morning teaching. Thank you for the way you have started to take us this year. Moving us to a higher realm. Making us Bible teachers. Going out there to change the world. To make the right impression in people about your love about your care about your sacrifice about your personality about your preeminence glory be to you in jesus
1: precious name Amen.